Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Howdy, howdy, listeners to the Tradies in Business podcast. How you doing? Good morning, good afternoon, good day, good evening, good night. How was your day? Buongiorno. Ciao. Uh, my day was good. Oh, no, hang on. It's not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> I caught you there. Uh, how are you, listeners? Whatever you're up to, I hope it's going all right for you. And if it's not, I hope you listened to our episode on Friday and that you're taking ownership of the fact that it sucks. Well, I'm having a good day. I you love had, Mondays. I do love Mondays, actually. I really enjoy Mondays. I like that we start with the toolbox talk. Gets me up and out of bed and enthusiastic, and I have to be energetic for everybody else. I love it. You're all revved up after that. I am, and then we lead into normally a drawing board session and then the radio, and it's a busy day Mondays. I yeah, love them. Yeah. So you, you wouldn't have a chance to get Mondayitis even if you did, which I know you don't. No, I don't, and I can't because there's too much going on. <laughs> Maybe that's a good antidote to Mondayitis is just stack your Monday full of stuff. It works good stuff. for me. Productive, really important stuff. Stuff that gets you excited about your business. That's what like, um, like updating your cash flow forecast. I actually enjoy doing that. I'm sorry. I'm one of those weird ones. I am somebody that used to wake up at 3 a.m. worried about what that might look like, but now I don't mind. Well, it's, but it's all part of planning. Uh, we talk a lot in the toolbox talks that we do with our trade desk members and also just generally about planning your week, planning your month. Uh, we've got our TIB 90 coming up on the 18th of September, which is Yay. to help you plan your next quarter. So the last um, quarter of the calendar year, mm. second quarter of the financial year. Uh, so how, whichever one makes you feel better, you're either halfway through <laughs> the year or you're about to come to the end of it. So whatever works for you there, listeners. But uh, but planning is a really important part of, of uh, I guess, staying closer to the course that you'd like to be on. We're never fully on the course. Mm. And we're certainly not on it all the time. We sort of crisscross past it. But um, cash flow is one that's really great to do early in the week. And just get a sense of where you're at. Now, if that's really crappy and, uh, you know, you, you're in a deficit and you, you're flogging your way out of the weeds, then better to know how far from the track you are than to just be wildly thrashing around hoping that one day you stumble across the path of positive cash flow. Mm. Um, you know, my way of thinking on this and, and what we have seen work time and again for our members and our clients, Coxie, is the better we get at actually uh, quantifying where we are at, so measuring where we're at, um, the better we can actually make decisions to move us closer to the, the right track. I, and I've spoken about this on the podcast and on the blog and in the group before. I was the classic avoider of looking at the cash flow. I mentioned last week about the bottle of wine days when the bookkeeper came to visit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Terribly, yes. they were every quarter. Yeah, um, yeah. And 
I hated it because I knew it was going to be in a deficit. I knew it would be wrong and I would be frightened about what that might look like because I didn't really understand what was coming either. I didn't really have a grasp on what my income might be for the next month or two. I was just flying blind or we were flying blind in our business. And it was somebody gifting me a pineapple that made me realize I needed to understand what that looked like so that I could plan. And I don't know how to express the freedom that came even with that bad news. It wasn't good Mm. news, but the freedom that came with that because I was able then to plan for the dips that were coming meant that I didn't have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning. I was able to sleep more thoroughly, hence more energy during the day to actually find the work or look at the cash flow or figure out ways in which to save money, whether it be on materials or my other expenses in the business. All of that came from just making the brave step to look at least weekly at my cash flow. And I don't mean look in the bank and scratch my head and worry about whether the invoice has been paid or not, or can I get another invoice out in the next week or two? I mean, actually understanding when my invoicing would likely go out, when my invoices to be paid needed to be paid, understanding when the wages needed to go out. Do I have insurance coming up? What's my fuel bill going to be for the month? All of that stuff. When I had a good thorough understanding didn't need to be deep but thorough I had power and all of that stress and worry was not completely removed but I suddenly had the power to make it better Hmm. yeah it's uh it's a different thing to be looking at your bank balance or looking at the size of the hole in your yard Mm. and just standing there stressing about it and worrying about what's going to happen and will it get better and how will it change, there's a difference between that approach, which is fairly common for most of us in business at some stage or another and probably for lots of you listening to this. And if you contrast that, contrast? Contrast that uh, with looking at the size of the hole and then sitting down with a pen and paper and a tape measure and going, okay, so if the hole is this big and that deep, that means I need this much topsoil to fill it. Um, where could I get some fill from? How much is it going to cost me? You're actually assessing what you can do to repair the hole. Now, you know, if you've got a hole in your cash flow, great. Let's measure the, the bejingles out of that and get really clear about the size of the hole in your cash flow and where it came from and who put it there and... And then what you can do to actually start to backfill that cash flow hole, you know, can can you can you actually improve your invoicing speed by signing up to something like Fergus? Uh, can you, you know, start charging for consumables to improve the profitability on your jobs? Do you need to have a look at your pricing? Is it because you're not tracking productivity with your team members and you're paying out all this money in wages and you don't actually know how productive they are? You know, that's where you can start to dig into some of these things and figure out, okay, well, how did we end up with this cash flow issue in the first place? And that's going to help lead you to what can you actually do about it? Mm. Um, and, you know, we're doing a webinar at the end of this month, Coxie. Um, yeah. Just uh, by happenstance. That's, uh, <laughs> happenstance. <laughs> using all the big words today. Wow, look out. That uh, we will look at some simple things you can do to actually improve that situation, you know. But you've got to know what it is to start with. There's, there's no good even showing up to this webinar that we're running if you're not willing to, well, do what we talked about on Friday, own up to the cash flow issue that you're having or the, the finances uh, 
being in the state that they are, you need to take ownership of that. And you've got to be actually ready to, to stick your hand up and say, hey, um, yeah, had a look at ours. It really sucks. And um, that's okay because we really want to do something about it. So what do we do now? Mm. And that is is a big headspace shift for a lot of people. They tend to do what you used to do, Coxie, and what I've done plenty of times over the years, which is even more embarrassing for a guy who was a financial advisor for eight years of his career, <laughs> uh, of going and finding the biggest bucket of sand I could find and shoving my head all the way to the bottom. Yeah. Because well, maybe just, things will just get better on their own. Uh, well, it's safe. Feel, you know, it's nice in there with the sand and it fills your ears Muffled. and sometimes your nostrils. And you, <laughs> you might feel stressed, but it's not actually about the cash flow anymore. It's about your ability to breathe. But yeah. that's the point, isn't it? It's, I guess it's making a choice which stress you want to feel. Do you want to feel continually stressed about the fact you don't have a clue what's going on with your cash flow? You don't know if there's going to be enough money in the bank to pay the wages at the end of the month or the invoices at the end of the month? Or do you want to actually look at it, choose to feel stressed about taking a look at that and understanding, ah, okay, there's a hole. I'm now going to choose to look at getting some extra work in or reducing my costs in the business so that I can start to fill that hole and avoid it. And better still, fill the freaking hole forever so you don't ever fall into the same hole again. There'll be other holes that come up, but because you're looking forward, you'll actually get to see the pothole before you fall into it. Correct. No more swimming hole, swimming pool holes for you <laughs> when you start to predict your cash flow. And, and on that too, I think, Coxie, just as a, a little um, addition, it's getting good at this stuff doesn't mean you'll never – um, hit a pothole again. No. Um, you'll have gaps in cash flow. You'll fall in them again in your business. And they can hurt sometimes. They can cost you money, stress, interest on an overdraft, whatever the heck it is. Um, but just knowing that it's coming means you can brace yourself. You can, you know, prepare for the fact you're probably going to have to pull over and change the tire because it's like, oh, I saw that one a bit too late. Oh, ouch. Yep, hit it. Uh, yep, there goes the tire. But just being mentally prepared for that, particularly in business, to step away from my very cute metaphors, um, that preparedness mentally can actually help you get through that without capitulating, without losing your berries at your staff or your partner or your kids or whatever. And, and actually speed up that process of, okay, let's action stations, you know, we had a bad month. We've gone backwards by five grand or 50 grand or whatever it is. Righto, let's get back on the horse and get into this and get it done and get it fixed. Mm. Uh, so it's just, it's such a different mindset. And honestly, it is, it is a big part of the, the headspace that the business owners that, you know, we look at that are like, wow, they're so successful and they have all of their shit together and everything. It's like, no, they don't. They just deal with things quickly and yes. they deal with them um, based on strategies that they know will make a positive impact. So this is really about being proactive instead of reactive. Absolutely. And as business owners, we tend to fall into the reactive bucket. However, we actually, to have an effective business, we need to be proactive. We need to be looking forward. We need to understand where the gaps are, fill them if we can. And if we can't fill them, ring the people we owe money to and let them know, I'm sorry, we're going to be late. This is why. You know, yeah. you, you actually have an opportunity then to 
be on the front foot and explain. And people are very understanding when you explain, particularly in a trade business, because we go through this all the time. It's a common industry to have gaps, cash flow gaps. We can't avoid all of them. And you know what? If you're a builder and you call your subbies and explain that it's going to be a week late, generally they're quite understanding about that. Or if you're a tradie and you can't afford your materials bill at the end of the month because the invoice hasn't been paid by the builder just yet, so you need to call your suppliers and you explain, generally they're understanding. But if you ignore it and they start chasing you, they're doing it aggressively. They're coming after you. It's not in an understanding space anymore. So that's the power of being proactive rather than reactive. And this, this relates very much to our, our um, Flip It Friday episode we did around taking ownership and responsibility. People appreciate that. Yes. They, they, they appreciate that. And I think most of us will make more latitudes and we give a bit more wiggle room to people who front up, fess up and say, hey, could I could I get some help? Would you be willing to work with me on this? I want to make good on it. And most people, I still find, even in a COVID world, most people will say, yeah, okay, well, look, that's pretty ordinary, Was, um, But I appreciate that you've rolled up and had the courage to come and actually own up to it. So, you know, best I could do is X, Y, Z. It's something. Mm. Um, and look, if they're not willing to actually make any any room for you or work with you on it, then at least you know, and you go yeah. to the next person or the next business That's or right. the next strategy. But uh, otherwise, just sitting in your office at two a.m., you know, tearing your hair out and finishing the bottle of wild turkey, it's not going to help. It's not going to change it. Matter of fact, well, it makes it worse. Yeah, the wild turkey does taste okay, though. Uh, I used to drink bourbon. Cheap bourbon, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I've, I've I've moved on from cheap bourbon, Coxie. Are you calling me cheap, Warwick? I think you're calling me cheap. <laughs> I think that's exactly the hole you just fell into. G'day to all the wild turkey drinkers out there. <laughs> it's it's not a drink I associate with. Um, uh, I'm just going to leave that one alone, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, it would be fair to say you're more of a whiskey drinker now than a, a bourbon, even though they're. Close well, they're all way. whiskeys, yeah, and and you know that's a rabbit hole we could go down another day. <laughs> I would like to do a, a whiskey episode. Thank you. Mm, I do. I do really enjoy. I, I enjoy all whiskeys actually because, um, like wine, you know, there's reds and whites, and then within those, there's a, there's a bazillion different varieties, and whiskeys uh, can be quite like that, Coxie. But no, I'm not not really a fan of wild turkey. I don't mind a bit of American whiskey, mm. um, but uh, I'm definitely a, a single malt. Uh, scotch kind of a guy. Yeah, see, I don't like scotch. Isn't that funny? I like bourbon, not scotch. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a different taste. Anyway, um, if you would like to taste the sweetness of positive cash flow, <laughs> then... Uh, it doesn't taste as good as bourbon, I can assure you. No. Um, we could taste better. Then you should probably check out the webinar that we're running. Yes. Uh, it is free. And um, we are going to go through three of probably the most impactful things, I would say, Coxie, that you and I have, have sort of put together over more than 10 years of working with trade business owners, um, the things that can make a really big difference uh, and they're not complicated. No, we're so. going to teach you how to forecast your fa- cash flow, your flash flow. <laughs> <laughs> to me, bourbons. Cash flow. 
<laughs> I wish on a Monday morning. Um, uh, look, we've got a really simple tool that we're actually going to gift you if you make the time to attend the webinar. That won't be gifted to those who don't actually show up. You have to be on the call to get that. Mm-hmm. And we will teach you how to use it so that you can look forward and understand where your bumps are because if you're doing it proactively, it doesn't need to be quite as stressful or even impactful as it does as it does if you are looking at it reactively when it's too late and the money's just not there and you're not really sure why. And even if your cash flow is okay and your business is going all right at the moment, it's a great webinar to jump on just to make sure that you're covering off on what might happen down the track. Mm. Um, it is free. We, uh, we really, really want to see more of you listening to this podcast have less stress around money. Because Most it is definitely. such a crap thing to have in your life. Um, there's enough craziness going on at the moment in the world without adding, uh, you know, a bit of ignorance about your cash flow and your financial situation into the mix. Because, um, you know, it's a lot of fuel for a fire that might already be burning. So, um, check out the Facebook page. You'll find the event there. You can go uh, get all the details. You will need to register for the webinar. It is a, an exclusive webinar for those that register. We will email you out your um, tool and the links and everything else. So pop your email address in and um, and jump on it. We had fantastic feedback from uh, the webinar we ran recently, uh, which was on a different topic, of course. But um, but yeah, jump on that one, and if you uh, have anything to share with us, then you can find us usually via Facebook's probably the best place because um, I know Coxie spends a lot of time online talking to our members, and um, I try and do my bit there as well. Uh, but yeah, get in touch with us. Let us know your stories. And um, as always, thank you for listening. Appreciate your ear holes, and uh, we look forward to bringing you some more episodes when we can. Hooray. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business, and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.